take a little sip of my juice. Listen to this album. It's everything. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Simply King podcast. This is your boy Rodney Perry, King himself, and you just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious podcast for humans, simply being humans. It's been a while since y'all seen my face. It's been a while since I've given you a new look into the vibes, into where what's happening, what's going on. I am now here in Atlanta, Georgia. This is my first episode I'm recording back here, back on the uh, pod, but also my first um, one since I've been back, you know, it's been interesting. It's been an interesting transition. I appreciate your patience with the kid, you know, Um, I got some pretty much all of my backstock episodes out. Make sure you go check out my last two episodes featuring the two lovely, intelligent women, Angelica Marie and Seshimwa, as well as Francesca Lamar. Go check out those episodes right now. But today we are continuing. We are continuing the We Cry Together series. Today, if it isn't given away by the title, by this intro instrumental, I'm giving y'all sad boy music. It's hard bait tracks. If you haven't seen the first two volumes of We Cry Together, make sure you go check them out on YouTube. It's a lyrical breakdown series that I've initiated this summer and I'm gonna finish up. I think y'all gonna love these last two episodes. This one and the last edition, I'm gonna actually have a guest. So we're expanding the vibes. Stick with me. This is Simply King. So, sad boys. Honestly, I think there's been an interesting reemergence of R&B heartbreak tracks being, you know, centered in male heartbreak. Um, it's just been re, <laughs> it's been re renewed in a new fashion, a new style. It's a lot more gothy, a lot darker, a lot moodier, um, even depressive even <laughs> sometimes, you know? With people like Six lacking his kind of, you know, very, you know, very monotone sound and it's very, you know, but it's alluring in this very interesting way. You have the very kind of melodic aspects of, of Brent Fias, but still has this very dark tone and very moody, very, you know, these interpolations of, you know, inspirations from like Houston chopped and screwed and playing with your vocal vocals and giving them low, giving them high. It's a very interesting thing, very interesting times we're living in, especially when you take away from, you know, the previous, such as like The Weeknd and, you know, a little bit of Frank Ocean who are giving us the sad boy vibes, you know? But then you have also where it's people kind of in the middle where you got folks like, you know, Xavier Omar, who gives you just some tracks that feel like a love, but also feel moody at the same time. And, you know, I think I'm liking the expansion of these sad boy tracks. I'm loving the landscape right now. But today we are featured featuring a classic track and also a track that to me makes me want to cry every time I hear it. <laughs> but I think both are very good examples of very specific types of heartbreak in very specific ways. The first track 
that we're going to get into is a classic one that if you don't know, I don't know what you and Patrick been doing under that rock, but y'all need to get with it because this is it'd be ridiculous if you don't know this track. Um, so classic song released in 1997. We're not making love by the group, the R&B phenomenon, Drew Hill, led by Cisco, one that we all know of, you know, the thong song thing. But it was also a song from one of the most, most epic soundtracks of the 90s, being the Soul Food soundtrack. And it was a song written by Babyface, certified gold on the hot and, and it hit the hot 100 at number 13 and the number two on the hot R&B and hot hip hop charts. So the main things that I kind of got from this re-listening from my kind of analytical, lyrical breakdown ears is that it's about emotional disconnection, obviously. Um, and just that literal specific moment where you come into awareness of this, we're growing apart. We're not in the same vibes as we used to be and it's fucking sad. It's fucking breaking my heart. But let's get into this first verse, shall we? You know that's Babyface with this piano. Come on. Babyface is credited with a lot of great soundtrack songs. Like he, he might be the soundtrack king, to be quite honest. Boomerang, Waiting to Exhale. This goes on. Sure, I've been in love. Yo. A time or two. Mm-hmm. But in the end, I still chose you. I ain't gonna say too much. No one could ever make me feel this way. Now, already pleading out the gate. Pleading. <laughs> Stating this case. That's why it's killing me. Okay. It never ever fades. Now, before we get too deep, I want y'all to understand something. You gotta be really trying to throw that Hail Mary when you start saying things like, I love was supposed to stand the test of time. Like you, when you start talking like that, you desperate for this love. You think you about to lose her for life. I need you to understand the gravity of what this is. I need you to understand that you don't need to go. Why are you even wanting to leave? What's going on? And then comes the classic, classic chorus. But when I'm making love no more, we're not even trying to Okay. It, it's the, the chorus is so interesting because I think that is a great, loud, blaring sign. Just the title of the song that we are not in the same place we used to be. We ain't even doing the ultimate version of intimacy, what people define as people who are in relationships do. And that's have some sex. That's be in an emotional, energetic, physical exchange. Sensual. 
activity, intercourse. It's a bunch of words for it. If we stop doing that, we really ain't trying to be close. It's a given. That's a universal thing. Tell me how Then it starts breaking down to all the other things. It's like, we don't do the top thing. We don't even have sex. Now we don't even talk. And y'all know what that means. Like, I know everybody who's been in a, if you have had a particular type of breakup where you, especially if y'all cohabitated, if y'all haven't cohabitated, y'all just together a lot. When you get on the phone and y'all don't even have y'all can't y'all used to be able to talk about anything used to be able to go on for hours about music and culture and socks and college stories, exchanging stories, exchanging perspectives. Y'all used to be able to go on, on and on and on. That's why I'm a big, big believer. And that is a clear sign that somebody is disconnected from you or somewhere else just not present, right? Because they don't want to talk. They just don't want to talk, you know? And some people, you know, it, it's it's not a one-size-fits-all kind of observation. But if we genuinely cannot even make up conversation, we are two individuals who have the most that we could talk about. We know the most about each other. We've had the most conversations with each other than anyone else in the past, in the previous amount of duration of this relationship. We talk more than anyone. I talk more to you, to my mama, to my friends. You know me. And we can't even come up with a conversation. It's tragic. Tell me you don't have to Okay. I think that it's, you know, impactful that we have to acknowledge how, you know, emotional disconnections work from male to female, right? And this is just specifically from, I'm speaking only from my experience because that's who I've dated, right? I've only dated women, right? Um, women check out way earlier than men do in a lot of cases, right? And I think in my Scenario, I think that's only been true kind of half the time. Um, I think it's been moments where I've checked out earlier and I think I just didn't personify it in the same way. I think I still kept up certain gestures, kept up certain things. But from an emotionality standpoint, I was checked out. Um, and I think that's what the difference is. I think for women, I think women still will show up in particular ways, but there'll be a drawback too. You know, we ain't we ain't being cutesy. I ain't, they ain't simping no more. They ain't saying them cutesy things. The babes are less baby. You know what I'm saying? The babes are less affectionate. The babes are just, hey, babe, can you do? Baby, hey, babe, come on. It ain't be like, babe, babe. It ain't gonna be that no more. Mm-mm, that's gone. Now it's just a habit. <laughs> that's just what they call you, you know? It ain't gonna be the consideration at the same time. Certain things are gonna start to point, you know, be... There's certain patterns are going to start to break. She usually always brings you home something. Let's say if she go out to Target, go do this, and y'all linking up, and she usually brings something for you, and she stopped doing that. That ceases. That then shows you, oh, maybe I am not in the same place with her no more. It's a fucking devastating realization. And I think for men, 
once men start to disconnect, I think it had to, a lot of women still notice it. Maybe question if it's that's what it is or what it isn't. But I think for a lot of men, I think it shows up in ways of us pulling back from our from an intimate standpoint, which we already have a crazy relationship with intimacy anyway. But I think that's usually what it is. It's like we might still show up in these, you know, very, you know, gender role type of ways. Like we're still taking care of, you know, these things, taking care of that thing. We're not pulling back on those in that regard, but we are definitely not caring to be as intimate. We're not caring to, to really even to have sex, to 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 affirm, to be intimate, to hold you in a certain way. We're just trying to get through the day. You know what I'm saying? We might have less patience for conversations and be very indifferent, just not even argue anymore. Just be like, I mean, yeah, it is what it is, which is a good sign of like, oh, you really ain't in this. You just don't even want to deal with it. You, you tired. That's all I'm saying. You tired. Um, let's get into verse two. Yeah, I know that things. Know that things. Are going right. Going around. But don't you think it deserves our fight? And and like, come on now. We need to work. Can we work? Can we figure this out? Can we? I love that guys don't happen every day. And we're losing it. Oof, I'm gonna tell you, that song, that part right there, touched me. And we losing it as we speak. Like we ain't, we ain't helping. We like, we, we literally are talking. If we are sitting here having a conversation, if this is a conversation he's having with her, it's like, girl, we are like, like we literally ain't helping this situation right now in this very moment. Like we really gotta turn this shit around or we gonna lose each other. Forever. And here we go again. It's a memory. Time gone past. I love that sail away. I'm just saying, like, for me, I don't know how many times y'all done got y'all heart broken. I don't know how many hearts y'all done broken, but it's hell of a draining experience. Um the amount of emotional labor that you go through to try to save a relationship that doesn't get saved. It's so much. <laughs> it's so much. Cause it's like when you have the, I've seen it. I've been on both sides of it where I'm, I'm, I'm betting my bottom dollar. Bet you by golly. Wow. We need to be together. <laughs> There's nothing in my mind that's telling me we shouldn't. But you can't control somebody's emotions. You can't make anybody do anything. And if that fucks you up, <laughs> it really fucks you up because now you have to literally part ways with a person that you didn't want to part ways with. Imagine that. Like somebody letting you go that you don't want to let you go. It's a trip. It's a, it's, it's a hell of a fucking emotional experience is all I'm saying. Let's get to the bridge. I dream of He want that. He want that old thing back. I, see girl so sad. I know I fucked up. And now it feels like you know they speaking from a you know a external context, which I fuck with. You know that's a real cool lyrical way to do that. But come on now, like. 
that man was for you. Like, yes, he hurt you, but that man like could like pain, pain in the journey can be fixed sometimes. And I think that's what the, you know, the overall argument is, but you know, to each his own, everybody can't get over particular things and that's okay. When it ain't, when you done done it all and it's too late, mom is already gone, they already out the door, what can you do? They heart is out there. And they got like literally just this much left to give you. Just this. Just this much. That's going to carry them through whenever they decide to finally break up with you because you did something that's worth breaking up. Or they just say they just give up. One or the other. That's usually what it is. They're just waiting. But they've been wanting to leave. They've been wanting to go. And you get into this, you know, begging and pleading and begging and pleading of the outro because it's like it gets to the point to where that's what you feel. I think they personified Babyface and Drew Hill truly created a song that personified the longing, the I'm standing my ground. I'm standing 10 toes on the fact that we need to be together. We need to figure this out. We need to work this out. We need to do something about this because this is crazy. (laughs) This is crazy that we cannot figure this out. We done got through what I what what you would think, because that's what be always blows my mind. What you would think we've gotten through worse. We've gotten through worse. I remember when you hated me for this. I remember when you was mad at me for that. I remember we've gotten through worse and now we can't get through this. That's how you know. It's a build up. When the disconnection part happens, it can be the smallest thing. It can feel like Come on, we can't really figure this out. Like we've figured out so much. We've been together so long. How can we not? But it is. It's over. And here we go. See that that type of loneliness is the worst. It's that it's that it's that Bobby Womack level loneliness. If you think you're lonely now, wait until tonight. Do you hear me? When you want to be with somebody specific, that means that nobody can fulfill the space that you want to be in. You are by yourself feeling lonely, and it really only can be fulfilled by one person, and you don't have no access to them no more. Whew. I'm telling you, it's crazy. It's a trip. But kudos to those gentlemen. I think that they, you know, I feel like they are doing some type of reunion situation right now. 
like so many R&B groups of the past or, you know, so check them out. Go get a show. Go get a show. Ticket. See if Drew Hill is going to be in the city near you. You feel me? And um, you can hear this song and vibe out with it like I always do. Um, but let's get to the next track. Next track is by one of my faves of some of the newer generation. Somebody who is extremely musically inclined, comes from a very musical family. Inglewood's own Sir. Obviously, if you don't know of Sir, you don't really know his catalog and music like that, you are missing out. Chasing Summer is, to me, a quintessential great R&B album in the midst of a time it came out where there was, you know, only a handful of like, I guess, R&B attempts, I'll say. But I feel like he actually makes like not even traditional R&B music, but like modernized traditional R&B music that makes any sense, like contemporary, I'll say, you know, because it still has, you know, very modern production and instrumentation, but still has this very vibey ass flow to it. And you can still tell his his voice is rich enough that he comes from he comes from an older time. You know what I'm saying? You can tell that his OGs and his family taught him how to sing from back in the day. You know what I'm saying? From from that diaphragm. You know what I'm saying? You can tell the man can sing live and everything you feel me but he buried so much into his music um from an emotional context that i really appreciate that i really feel seen in the chasing summer album is still one of them albums that that be having me caught up in the rapture i can't even listen to it all the time because i'm gonna get go back to a space and this song specifically is a shorter song you can damn near classify it as an interlude almost because of the length of it but i think that it's one that is so good and it's one titled Wires in the Way, released in 2019 with the album, obviously, produced by Antidote um, and Center Lang um, on the Chasing Summer album. The key, the main things that I'm kind of, you know, gathering from, that I gathered from this song was that this is a fling ending and it feels heavy. It feels like, you know, you're going to hear from the, the words that it almost feels like you know that this wasn't going to be something that was going to be real. We just were connected. We knew that this probably is going to be something that's temporary. But what can we do about that? Like, how it still hurts because I'm connected with you. I'm still feeling you. I'm vibing with you. I'm liking you. I'm I'm wanting more from you. I'm wanting more time with you. All these different things. And I think that that's what makes it still a heavy thing. And I think it still deserves to be considered into heartbreak because it still feels heavy. Still feels a way. And I think all of us go through it. All of us go through losing having a situationship kind of end that you thought was going to that you would either hope to become more or filled you up at that point in time but you lose that still feels it stings like you damn near when you reference it you almost consider it as part of your lineup relationship history because of how impactful it was on your heart you know that's what i gather from wires in the way um but shit let's get into it um okay Let's go. First verse. See what I'm saying? Oof. Oof. Musical. You hear me? try to hear like really dig into that that's some words for you that's some bars i knew the rules of engagement before i started playing for keeps we be knowing 
you know you be knowing. You know you be knowing if this is going to be a thing or not. And we be trying our best to be oblivious and be surprised about the relationship that we either end up in or don't end up being. It happens on both sides. It's a bunch of folks who just land in a relationship that they didn't even think they was about to be in. And some people who come on to, you know, come on and realize like, oh, my God, oh, it happened. Didn't know, you know, or put or push a relationship on to a situation. It, it's so many different facets of this, but we be knowing and we can't act like we don't be knowing, but we get so deep in that it's like, fuck it. I'm going to just lean in. It feel good to lean in. I'm gonna just go ahead. Oops. Thought about you all last week. I know we didn't speak. Oof. Thought about you all last week. I know we didn't speak. Consider this. How in the hell does it feel to y'all? When you can't get a motherfucker out your mind that you now really shouldn't be speaking to for whatever reason. Maybe you the one who broke it off. Maybe they the one who broke it off. No matter what the scenario is, if it hurts your fucking feelings. <laughs> but I never thought the weather was this bleak. Oof, I'm telling you. It, like when you really feel like you want to do what you want to do from a real genuine hard space and you can't, it feels like the whole world is really against you. You playing more, you know, sad songs on the radio intentionally, unintentionally on radio. I sound like an old man. You playing more songs that are sad. You are hearing more bad news. You're attracting more negativity. You doing so much. And it's just like, huh? See, but if she was here, it would have been better. <laughs> like, if she was talking to me, we would have been straight. We would have kept the thing going. We would have been all right. It's what you think. It's what you think, right? But, you know, let's get to the chorus. I can see we lost our way. Never felt like we were here to stay. Now, that's when the honesty comes in. That's when the honesty comes in. It, it's like we, we were on a track and then we let it go because... That was always was going to happen. We already knew that was going to happen. Like we knew that this probably wasn't going to be something that was going to last because of the parameters that we are in. Maybe we aren't supposed to be doing this. Maybe it's things that, you know, are too hard to compromise. But right now it's easy to compromise because we in this honeymoon, new age phase of this connection. So we let it happen, even though it feels like there's a timeline, there's a deadline, there's an expiration date that we might. It's coming soon. But it doesn't mean I didn't feel anything at all. Woo! Cause that's that be it. That be it. Cause it's like, yes, we knew it was gonna, we knew this wasn't gonna be a real long-term thing. It feels so many ways and you don't wanna let it go. We already knew this was a temporary flame, but that does not negate the feelings that I grew in that time span. Like, the shit still hurt. The shit still heavy. The shit still is what it is. Maybe this is really what I need. A little time to do what's right for me. And that's the heart. And I, I want us all to get to a point to where it feels like we only think to do things for ourselves after we've 
committed ourselves to a relationship or connection in some way, shape or form. We really got to get to the point to where we just start doing shit for ourselves, no matter what's going on. We could be single for a bunch of time and then we just shift and, and get to this, whatever it is. It's crazy how that is a very common trend that we find like we need to give more to ourselves and I get it we've already exchanged so much we've compromised we did the things but it's like we got to find a way to see our lives even in our single selves as doing what's best for ourselves at all times that's just you know soapbox I cut it off he says I hope you call I'm telling you, because that's the real. I have a theory that I tell my, not even a theory, this is an observation I've made to my friends all the time. Women are like open and shut doors that you lost the key on. When the door is open, it's open. You can come in and out as much as you want. They, they welcome it. It ain't no door on that thing. The hinges is off. But when it's closed, it's closed. It's deadbolt. It got a key, lost, got a fob, got everything. Mm-mm-mm. You can't get in. Even it's soundproof. You can't even knock. You can't get through. A lot of women present themselves as HR managers in this time. That's what it sounds like. Hello, how are you? What can I do for you? Is the energy. But for men, in a lot of cases, when it comes to our connections and things like that, we be like a damn Netflix subscription. You can cancel that motherfucker and you can start it back up. Anytime, anytime, all you got to do is just log back in, pay that little bit of money. Here you go. Which can come in the form of just come in and give them a few pleasantries. Yeah, I missed you. Yeah, I thought about you. And that's all that do it. He opened up and he, he right back in. But you got to consider something. Is that healthy, fellas? Because if you flip the overall situation in terms of gender, it ends up being kind of problematic. If she keeps letting this man in, right? So consider that when you always answer that call. That's all I'm saying. But in the then the outro. Cause that's what it be like. You hope that there's going to be a chance that we could figure this out still, even though you still know that that was a temporary thing. And I think we all long and hold out for moments and times where it felt like, you know, this was a dope situation and it ended might not even be that detrimental. It's not even like it ended on some, like it ended because it was always supposed to end. So that's the reason why it ended. So it's somewhat amicable in comparison to so many other relationships. And that could fuck you up. That could fuck you up. And what do you do when you when that happens? You know, like the lost potential. The what the main takeaway that I take away from this song is the lost potential of romance is still worth grieving. And I want you to assure you that I want to tell everybody that if this is you in this scenario in this situation, you don't got to let that shit roll off your back. You can process that. It's worth processing. Your feelings are hurt. You feel away. And it's okay. Like, make space, make room for that. It's okay. Because you like that person. You like what y'all had. You like what it was. You wish it didn't end. 
And it's going to be okay. That's all I can say. It's going to be okay. But we got to be okay with, with the vibes. We got to be okay with how things go. Um, because it's hard, but we knew. We knew already. So that means our discernment got to get stronger, <clears throat> got to get better, and we got to keep our heart. We got to keep it playing. We got to keep it strong. Because how much are we really setting ourselves up for success in that scenario, you know? But that's just me. <clears throat> Ooh. Um, that is We Cry Together, Volume 3, Sad Boys episode. Um, hope y'all enjoyed. Got so much more coming for y'all. I'm in Atlanta now, so I'm putting out the APB. <clears throat> Let me make sure I clip this, clip this. I'm putting out an APB to everybody listening and to everybody who who's been supporting the kid for so long. I'm back in Atlanta. You know, if you've been paying attention, I've had majority, honestly, majority of my guests have been in Atlanta. So I'm trying to reconnect with my old guests. Trying, y'all can see them in person. I want to connect with new guests that I haven't had just yet. I want to connect with people who've always been people I wanted to interview in person in, in these Atlanta streets. The vibes is going to be crazy. So make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you're sharing this shit. Make sure you're spreading the word of this good content. You feel me? So if you don't know, you should know. You can follow the, the Simply King podcast everywhere uh, at Simply King Pod and Simply King Podcast on Facebook. Go and like the page. Um, you can follow me at Kings underscore memoirs on everything from TikTok to Twitter to Instagram. Appreciate you. Make sure you follow my business page at Life is King on Instagram and go check out my website at lifeisking.com for our digital, digital marketing, creative production, and creative project management needs. Appreciate you, appreciate you, appreciate you. Thanks for listening always. Y'all are great. Y'all are dope. And we are in Atlanta doing the things. And I want y'all to know that I'm back to take over. You've been warned. This has been We Cry Together, the Sad Boys episode. I've been Rodney Perry. And this has been Simply King. Peace.